So, we have a guest on the show. The National Prosecution Authority has welcomed the conviction of uh, the Waltasisul University student, Sibongile Mani, on theft charges at the East London Regional Court. Mani was incorrectly paid 14 million in Nesfa's cash by Intalini. What is this? Intelimali. Mm, Intelimali. Oh, okay. It's yeah, like intelligent money. Oh, Intelimali. Intelimali. So she spent uh, more than 800,000 on uh, on alcohol. Is that liquor? <laughs> Cigarettes. Anenguwa pelobe warm. Blankets. Clothes for men. Jackets. Handbags. Furniture. Beauty products. Groceries at a supermarket in a period of two months before the error was spotted. 800K. Clothes for men. Yeah. Maybe she was buying for relatives. Oh, maybe. Know, brother yeah. and uncle. Mega patch, I'm a relative. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the payment uh, she was due to receive was only 1,400 rand. Pre-sentencing proceedings are to be heard on 18th March. We now speak to legal expert Tapiwa Diamond. Hi there, Tapiwa. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening to you and to the listeners of Radio 2000 across the length and breadth of the world. (laughs) (laughs) And all corners of the world. Mm. Yes. Well, welcome to the show. Good to have you on the show, Tapiwa. Thank you for having me. Thank you for this. My first time on the show. I'm in ecstatic frenzy. Thank you very much. Ah, for me. You're most welcome. You're most welcome. So the question that everyone is asking here in the studio, because everyone is like they're being touched in the studio. How did the court arrive at this decision? Because, you know, people are arguing about, no, using the word she stole or theft is not the right word. No. But I was saying, well, the money was deposited into their account. Uh, extra money, so you have a responsibility of saying, oh, you're supposed to deposit 1,400 rand, but you deposited 14 million, and she went mum. So we, everyone you, wants to find out how did the court arrive, uh, arrive at this decision. You are spot on. You're actually supposed to be a lawyer, you know, because <laughs> the arguments that you've given are spot on. You know, <laughs> you, know, you, know you know, these days, you know, we, people speak of miracle money, right? Yes, yes. There is no miracle money. If money suddenly appears <laughs> in your bank account, you have a responsibility to go and notify either your bank to say, yeah. look, this money has been deposited into my account. Yeah. I don't know where the money has come from. Because remember, we also have got sick in the process. Yes. But for the, benefit, for the benefit of the listeners, you know, when we speak of tests, we're speaking of the appropriation of property, you know, mm. belonging to someone else through dishonest means, with the intention of depriving the other person mm. permanently, yes. right? Yes. So in this instance here, money comes into her account. You are sub- she was supposed to have had 1,400 rand, right? Yes. In that instance, there is 14 million which lands into her account, right? Yes. The moment she uses money which is over and above beyond which she was justified in enrichment, which was 1,400 rand. Anything else after that, that Mm. is an unjustified enrichment towards her. And she had a fiduciary duty, she had a responsibility to go and report Mm. uh, to to, to her bank, you know. And and, and the court in this, I think it was uh, Magistrate Tonet Olifria, he was spot on, and I concur with the decision that he made, because Mm. 
if you look at the personal circumstances of Manis Bongileman, she was in the money. She she's an accounting student, mm. right? Yes. She's an activist. She's in a leadership position, and she's a secretary of the student organization. So by virtue of her being an accounting student, she knows there's no miracle money. She knows these basic principles of accounting and banking, you know. And the minute money landed into her account on the 1st of June, within an hour, 20K, more than 20K, had been blown. She had used more than 20,000. So this tells us that this is a person who intentionally had the intention to deprive intention to use the money which was put in a bank account. She can't say, I didn't know, based on the circumstances that we have. So what arguments did money make in her defense? So the arguments that they tried to make in this instance was to say, no, look, we, we didn't know, right? We yes. didn't know. Uh, we saw the money was in our account. No, it was the mistake of, of, of uh, Intelimali, right? Yes. But those arguments, they look, they become shallow arguments primarily because the prosecution from the other end, they are sitting rich and pregnant with a lot of facts that says this person had gone flat out. She had the intention of depriving, she had the intention of using the money that had landed into your bank account. Primarily, if we look at the type of things that she was buying, right? Mm. She was buying fancy stuff. She was buying fancy clothes, things that she could not afford before. She was going and buying even alcohol. So mm. even if you'd say, I am poor, I was buying groceries that could be part of your mitigation. I bought groceries for people at home. It can work in your favor. But it was flashy, luxury goods that she was procuring. Even in the process of procuring this, because the card that she was using she should not have been able to procure. But she then would connive with the shopkeepers in an attempt to further deprive and use other and, and, and other means uh, of getting the money being withdrawn or for her to go and procure whatever she was buying. The Glencido Superdrive, yes, we are, we, are, we are chatting to legal expert Tapiwa Diamond. And we're chatting about the National Prosecution Authority having welcomed the conviction of uh, the Waltasisul University student Sibongile Mani on the theft charges at the East London Regional Court. Mani was incorrectly paid 14 million in Nasfa's cash by Intelimali. So we're going for a quick break. And when we come back, yeah, we are chatting about a student who was incorrectly paid 14 million rand in Nasfa's cash by Intelimali instead of 1,400 rand. Uh, she spent more than 800,000 on alcohol, cigarettes, blankets, clothes for men, jackets, <laughs> handbags, furniture, beauty products, and groceries at a supermarket in a period of two months. And it said that within an hour she had already spent 20,000 uh, rand. And we're chatting to legal expert here, Tapiwa Diamond. So, Tapiwa, shouldn't the company who made the payment also be held accountable? I mean, it was not her fault. They made a boo-boo. That is, that is the, one of the arguments that we can try and bring upon. Mm. But the essence of this case is to say theft. When you speak of theft, mm. it only starts and it ends with the actions of money. Mm. It does not go over and beyond the company. Of, when we speak of, of the company now to say there was a person as well who made that material mistake, of instead of uh, typing in 1,400, they mm. typed 14 million. 
the mistake that the person did, they can, they can, through a civil suit, not a criminal suit, Mm. whatever crime they could have committed at their workplace, policy breach, Mm. that then falls within the civil aspect of the law. And the company can pursue disciplinary proceedings against the person. The the company can even decide to say, look, we are going to pursue uh, you through uh, civil proceedings to get the money back that we have lost. Mm. out of this. So criminally, uh, the, the, the actions of the other party, the person who typed in, entered and uh, unjustifiably enriched money, that would not suffice to be a criminal uh, a criminal matter. You cannot prosecute under criminal law. So, but, yeah, carry on. Yeah, but I just wanted to go back and say, look, if, if we look at how uh, skillfully and well orchestrated the actions of, of money, Spongile man, in an attempt to defraud NSFAS. Look, she, she knew what she was doing, you know, because just imagine, you're supposed to get 1,400 rand. Her intention, as an example, she spent 178,000 in a discount supermarket in East London, 174,000 hypermarket in Centurion. Hey, I should have known she was around. You know, <laughs> 107,000 in another supermarket, 68,000, 17,000. You can see that she quickly wants to finish this money. Mm. 800,000 rand in a very short space of time, within 70 days. Mm. That's about someone's pay for the rest of the year, you know. Mm. So she, she, she can only hide but behind the finger. So the question that uh, I was asked to, they asked me to ask you is that, do you think she's going to spend time behind bars? What's going to happen? What's your take? No, definitely. Look, definitely she'll spend some time behind bars. Because this is a criminal element of theft she has mm. stolen. Even if we go into the mitigation, uh, mit- mitigation factors to say she's young, you know, she's young, maybe first-time offender, all the mitigation factors that you might come and you might try and bring, they, mm. they will be overridden by the aggravating circumstances in the way and manner that she, 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 she committed this crime. You know, this was a continuous crime. Yes, she can she, she can try and mitigate, but she will definitely spend time behind bars. I don't see anything anything less than five years imprisonment. I don't see anything less than that. If she's lucky, she's going to get two years in direct imprisonment. Obviously, part, part and portion of it will be suspended. Mm. But bear in mind that we are speaking of eight hundred and eighteen thousand rand, which. Which, which, which was embezzled. On this 818,000 rand, is she able to return back the portion of the money? Because that would then act in part of the mitigation. But if, you, if she can't return part of this money, look, air, air defense, air mitigation circumstances, sectors, when it comes to sentencing, she's getting on this in ice. She's so can she appeal the verdict? No, obviously she can appeal the she can appeal the verdict. But remember, now she has only been found guilty. Mm. The sentencing part will be at a later stage, which the court uh, the date the court has already announced. Yeah. She can. Everyone has got a right to appeal a sentence. You know, it then sometimes become a textbook approach. And the dangers are: you can appeal and get a lesser sentence, or appeal, or even get a higher sentence. So it, it depends. It, mm. it depends. But I, I don't see it coming out of this without having a direct imprisonment, even on appeal. Even if she takes it to the Constitutional Court, she still have direct imprisonment based on the sectors and the evidence that has been brought before the court.
Thank you so much for chatting to us. Thank you so much for your insights, Tapiwa. We hope to talk to you in the not-too-distant future. Thank you for having me. Keep well and stay blessed. Have a lovely day. So some guys, some guys there somewhere in the Eastern Cape is wearing clothes they don't normally, they're not accustomed to Givenchy, Balenciaga. Gucci, Balenciaga. Mr. Price, we pay big But what do you do? You, you can't go back to those people and bring back the clothes. No, the clothes are devalued now. Yeah. They're second-hand clothes. They're devalued. Ah, but they still cost something. How about Givenchy? Givenchy. 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 Hey, man. Hey! Uh, it's bad. Uh, two minutes to four.